Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. All right, uh, 105 in Edmonton. We're going to change on the fly here. This is Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. We're going to move Tyler Wright. Uh, Tyler Wright, the Oilers Director of Amateur Scouting, until later in the week. Uh, He is flying tomorrow, so he's out for tomorrow. If you're just joining us right now, multiple sources reporting, including John Shannon, our NHL insider on Oilers now, that the Edmonton Oilers have acquired Duncan Keith. No salary retained for Caleb Jones in a third-round pick. It is still my belief that there is a performance-included uh, caveat in that deal regarding Duncan Keith. So it's at, at minimum a third rounder. Read between the lines of what I'm saying. So time will tell. And performance is going to be the issue. And that's ultimately going to be the question. And we have a completely polarized response on our text listing base on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted uh, with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or... Uh, and again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. And Ashley Pine Floors is open Monday through Saturday. The River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. The River Cree is back up at Adam. And uh, the province back up at Adam as well. And they've got all their restaurants, including Italia. It's Tap 25. Uh, they're all rolling out at the River Cree uh, Resort and Casino. And they're starting to bring in their live shows too. Wow. We've got a live show today as we go to our headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted search for will hawk w-i-l-h-a-u-k today mark specter is going to join us uh, with his thoughts spec i can tell you right now the fan base is split we've got a lot of people that think that ken holland and the orders management are completely out to lunch uh they've investigated every single shift that uh duncan keith played last year he's finished in their opinion he's no better than a third pairing defenseman it's a massive overpay for the edmonton oilers uh who's running the ship here And then we have some others that are sitting there saying this is exactly the type of player that the Edmonton Oilers need to add. Cactus Jack, longtime texter to the show, said, and I quote, the Edmonton Oilers just traded a guy that was a healthy scratch for Duncan Keith. Uh, Several others have pointed out that Duncan Keith is basically going to replace Oscar Clefbaum. And when you include the Jones money going back the other way, the orders are taking on about an additional $500,000 to ensure that they have an experienced second-pairing left-shot team. So we have lots of people angry that think the orders are complete idiots. And they think that I'm an idiot because I believe that Duncan Keith still has a game left. Uh, They obviously are in contact with... uh, some of the uh, the Oilers' top players as well, who we know will be excited about the addition of Duncan Keith. What say you, Mr. Spector, on this deal? Maybe we don't have him. Mark, you there? Mark, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. That's a lot to digest, Bobby. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you should see the tax line right now. Yeah, so. I'm seeing it on Twitter because I'm on the... You know what? 
I, I think the first thing I'd say is this whole social media thing makes these things so different. Uh, just because you think that the Duncan Keith tree, let's say you think it's a bad trade, and let's say you don't like it. Well, it doesn't mean you're an idiot. You know, and if you like the Duncan Keith trade, Bob, as you do and as I do, it doesn't mean you're a complete fool. Like, I think we have lost our ability to have differences of opinion without calling each other names here and making fun of each other. You know, we're going to see. History's going to tell us. I'll tell you this. I didn't, although when they acquired Milan Lucic, and this is the background that is everyone freaking out. When they acquired Milan Lucic, there's a lot of buzzing out of Boston that his foot speed was going downhill. When they acquired Andrew Ference, it was because Boston didn't want to have him anymore. They, were, they had younger, better players, and they were done with the player. And, you know, this is a different situation. These things only work if Duncan Keith can come in here and play. The whole crux of this, and I don't care about Cap yet, frankly, and I don't care about Caleb Jones losing Caleb Jones because Keith's going to play his minutes and, and well more of them. If Keith, if Keith comes in here and can play, and the Oilers have done their research, right, and a lot of guys I talk to who watch him tell me he can play. That's why I'm in favor of this trade. Duncan Keith's not coming in here to be some mentor. He's coming in here to play for two years. He's going to buy you a much softer entry for Oscar Clefbaum. Clefbaum doesn't have to come back and be a two-left-side uh, second defenseman here. Uh, you're and, assuming Oscar Clefbaum still could come back? Well, if he can, I'll tell you what, Bob. If he can come back, if he can... you got a hell of a defense. He's coming in in a lesser role with less pressure. He can now come back in November if he has to. This makes the, 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 the idea of bringing Oscar Clefbaum back. He's a very good player who you want your team. If you, if this key thing makes that a better process. And the last thing I'll say to you is he bridges you to a full-time Philip Broberg on the left side. Yeah. And listen, the orders need to make right now trades. What are we waiting around for Caleb Jones to be a star? Like, let's make some rake now trades in this town. It's time to win. And all the people that are complaining about Keith are the people that cried at the deadline that Holland didn't go all in. Well, he's, he's kind of going all in here. And if that's what you wanted back at the trade deadline, I don't see how you can be mad about He's going this all right in now. with Caleb Jones and a conditional third-round pick. So a guy that was a fourth pick and a guy that was a third pick and a guy, frankly, last year in Caleb who I'm like – I don't know if Caleb Jones is going to, like, I have some people, Caleb Jones is Jeff Petrie. Caleb. Jeff Petrie was a six. Jeff Petrie. Jeff Petrie was a six foot three right shot defenseman who could skate, who'd already played close to, I don't know what it was, 270 or so games with the Oilers. And we had people in this town spec that didn't believe in Jeff Petrie. Now, if you listen to this show, I was like, you know, Jeff Petrie's a player. I got news for you. I don't know what Caleb Jones is this year. To me, there was a regression. I don't have confidence that he's going to pan out and be a player anywhere near the caliber of, of, of right. Jeff Petrie. Well, let's say this. Who, if not Duncan Keith, and I don't think the answer can be Oscar Clefbaum, who's your second pairing lefty this season in Edmonton? Who's it going to be? Yeah. Where are you going? Are you going into free agency for that player? Well, because if you're going into free agency for that player, I've looked at the list. It's not that strong. You're not getting Alex Martinez. I doubt you're getting Alexiak. And now you're overpaying and overterming. 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 Like two years left in the Keith deal. That's not overterming. You're not getting that guy as a UFA at a two-year deal that doesn't exist. I'm going to tell you right now, Keith's got something to prove, and guys that are that caliber of players 
usually have a way of proving it. It's it's that simple. He's he is Jerry Johansson didn't sit there and add dunking and people say, well, Stoffer, your buddies. Jerry's in Edmonton. He's an Edmonton-based agent that we can actually get hold of. He's not sitting there lording Edmonton over us the way certain agents do with other firms, to be frank with you. Just keep that in mind. And so Jerry Johansson doesn't take Duncan Keith on when he's not getting paid for the final two years of the deal under the you know perspective of, well, he's never going to play again after the two years. Duncan Keith's going to still want to keep on playing. And let's see. He's going to play it a lot less money, but let's see what happens. Yeah. You know, that, you're talking three years down the road. I'm, I'm more interested in about four months here. But, well, and and, uh, and again, Spec, it's you know I remember when Dry Settle signed in the middle of August of 2017. Some really smart guys on Twitter. Pete Shirelli made a lot of mistakes. Contradiction in terms, right there. Right. Keep going. What's that? Smart, <laughs> re- really smart guys on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. There's some smart people on Twitter, Mark. I know there are. Okay. I'm just kidding, Bob. <laughs> but but Pete Shirelli made a lot of mistakes. The two contracts he gave to McDavid and Dreisaitl, those weren't mistakes. Dreisaitl okay. and people, oh, you guys paid. Like, how the hell do they know what they're going to go? That's the other thing is we got a lot of guys that sit there. How do they actually know what's going on in the negotiation? <laughs> Like, it's it's unbelievable. It's the track record, Bob. People are, you sure. know, let's face sure. it. The track record of picking up 38-year-old players isn't strong. The track record of getting free agents in this city here at Edmonton in recent general managers who picking up older guys who were good somewhere else, it's not strong. Yeah. right? Everyone has a bad taste in their mouth from a bunch of pickups that were not good pickups. I get that, right? But you can't hold Ken Holland to the sins of Craig McTavish and Tambellini and Chiarelli, right? You can't operate that way, working off of their mistakes. And you know what? If you can complain about this deal, that's fine. But I'll ask you, this is what I'll say, Bob. When they signed Nugent Hopkins, one of the things that I, I thought was, here you have a really good player. I mean, he's not the greatest player ever, but he's a really good player. And he wants to play in Edmonton. Okay, this guy wanted to play in Edmonton, Nugent Hopkins. We're at Edmonton. Those guys don't grow on trees, right? I'm telling you, Alex Martinez played in, in L.A. and Vegas. He's not coming up here. Alexiak's in t- tax-free Texas in a beautiful, you know, a city that's warm and nice, and he's very happy down there. He's not coming up there. You don't know what you're talking about, Mark. Because because the naysayers say that's complete BS. They're in on everybody. It's not. It's absolutely true. American guys. You don't like know what. No, Mark. That can't be true. Me. I don't want to hear that. I don't right. want to hear true. that it's a challenge at times to get guys. It is. So, last thing. Duncan Keith wanted to come to Edmonton. He directed this trade to Edmonton. I'm not saying that he's Shea Weber. I'm not saying he's Alex Petrangelo. But he's a very good player who wants to play in Edmonton. And those guys are are like hen's teeth, man. They are hard to find. So you got one, you bring them in, and you enjoy the fact that you have a player that wants to be here because historically, I think we all know about some pretty good defensemen that didn't want to be here, Bob. You know a market where guys wanted to go to? San Jose. Yep. And uh, they paid. They paid long-term. Look at the, like, look at the Carlson trade. Like He wanted to go there. He wanted to sure. escape there, not play under the criticism and the scrutiny of playing there. Right. And they've got these older players. We got some geniuses at Texas show on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, there are markets that have ad- advantageous situations. Again, Mark, I believe that Keith can 
can still play. We'll see if I'm – I've been wrong before and I've been right before. The difference is I'll acknowledge if I'm wrong. Uh, I'll hold you to the fire when you've been wrong. You've been wrong yep. lots over the years. This text comes hey. in saying, Bob, I don't think you're an idiot because you think Keith can add value to the Oilers because he can. I just think you're an idiot. I'd really prefer, Mark, if my Uncle Brian stopped texting the show. You know what I'm telling you? <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, you'll join us tomorrow for a half hour to 45 minutes, okay? Oh, yeah, for sure. Waiting for the call. All right, there we go. That's Mark Spector. Mark's appearances and orders now brought to you by the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. Live racing Fridays and Sundays at Century Mile. And uh, post time 6.15, you can uh, watch and wager online. If you don't want to make it down there, at hbibet.com. Chris says, Bob, I love Duncan Keith. Today, the Oilers are a better team. That being said, that's a big hit on our cap. I know actual salary is nothing, but I think the angry fan base is be- is concerned because that leaves us with less money to spend when we have so many other holes to fill this offseason. And that third rounder, I pray it's not a player of Brayden Point's caliber from Chris. So, Chris, you point out the best third rounder in the league over the last decade? Um is this where I tell you who Tampa Bay took with their two second-round picks before that? It's a bit of a crapshoot when you're talking 18. It's fair. Can't keep trading away draft picks. Fair. You hope it's not a Braden point that Chicago ends up landing there. You hope Duncan Keith helps give the Oilers some juice over the next couple of seasons. Certainly gives the coaches a guy they can trust to play on the ice. I think that's a great... We will uh, get to your texts, and man, they are heated. There are some people upset, and there's some people saying, wait a sec here, the team got better. 119 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you in Oilers now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. All right, uh, this email comes in to our hotline here, courtesy of Val, from the listing from the high desert of northeast Colorado. Bob, if this trade doesn't work out for the Oilers, you will own this, as you've shown with the Griffin Hart acquisition. Griffin Reinhardt acquisition. At least folks should remember that. I myself am not doing backflips on this one. Also, the players will say they're all in favor of this, but that doesn't necessarily mean they are. The roster is not full of Brett Hull-like candor, after all. You ever think that sometimes some of those veteran guys sit there and guys that are established top-end players and they're looking for some help and they're seeing a bench get short in a playoff series? Again, back to Cactus Jack's text. The Edmonton Oilers traded a healthy scratch in a third-round pick for Duncan Keith, a guy who played 23 minutes a game. But we've got people that actually think that Jones is a better defenseman right now than Duncan Keith. We do. I'm not sure what Caleb Jones is. I'll be honest, I had more hope for him last fall or last winter, whenever we got started again in January. But he struggled early, and he did not build any. And and actually, he showed some glimpses towards the end of the 1920 season, did Caleb. I also don't think Caleb would be that disappointed to get a fresh start somewhere else. Just personal observation on some things. 
As for Duncan Keith, wanted to come here. We're waiting for full confirmation of the deal. Multiple sources indicating it's Caleb Jones and a third-round pick. Would not surprise me if there's a condition on that third-round pick. Brendan, you wanted to bring up a point here involving James Neal? Yeah, well, yeah. If he, and he seems at this point certainly now to be a likely buyout candidate. So is this money going to become a wash somewhere along the line if you pull that heavy hit cap head out of that bottom line left wing spot? And then you insert Duncan Keese five and a half for this year. I mean, how, how does that money translate if they do buy Neil out? Who was the second pairing left shot D last year in the playoffs? Uh, Chris Russell? I'm not even sure. Kulikov for three right. games and then Chris Russell. Obviously, management feels that Duncan Keith can be better. I tend to agree with them on this one. Okay? I wasn't super enthused when Edmonton got Dmitry Kulikov, but Ken Holland said now wasn't the time to give up a first-round draft choice to get a, uh, a significant addition at the trade deadline. The one trade the Oilers would like to have back, and part of it had to do with the pandemic, they'd like to have a do-over on the Andreas Athanasiu trade for the two second-round picks. Absolutely. Come on, man. Of course they would. That's a given. Uh, again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you at 124 in Edmonton. We got some fired up people, man. Holy cow. They're just going, going. They're upset. They're angry. There's something else that just popped into my mind, too. And thinking, you know, two years down the road, let's say. Like, at some point, Caleb Jones's presence was going to be an impediment to Philip Broberg somewhere along you know like it would have been a case where I think Jones was going to get boxed out later on if not now all this does is ensure that Broberg doesn't come up and play until Broberg's ready to come up and play he's not being forced into the lineup because you've now got Nurse and Keith I think Duncan Keith will end up playing 18 to 20 minutes a game and Darnell maybe will play 24 instead of 25 minutes a game. I think Darnell last year was fourth in the NHL in uh, uh, time on ice. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough payments or interest rates that are too high, you want to sell, refinance, or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Melt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford or call them one 877 477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. As we go to the Oilers now, injury report. Brendan, I don't know if you're ready to roll this. I'll queue up a bunch of texts as well. The injury report for James H. Brown injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Well, considering how well he played, you might be surprised to know that Lightning defenseman Victor Hedman now needs surgery on his knee. He did compete through the uh, the playoffs, certainly the cup final with it. The team, though, does expect him to be at full health for the start of training camp. Okay, uh... Mike says, not a fan of this, but now a buyout is for sure. Why not buy why buyout Neil over Koskinen? Neil is usable, Koskinen is not. Well the argument would be length on the Neil buyout plus positional need and goal. I think you can make an argument either way at this stage of the game for either of those two. The other thing is don't pay four million like it's it, their goaltending market is deep. There's going to be some goaltenders out there. Some would say now's the time to strike. So we shall see. We shall see what transpires regarding James Neal and Miko Koskin. 
Bob, the concern says big. So Big Brad has probably texted us 18 times here. The concern is the cap hit salary entirely. Keith wouldn't get a sniff at 5.5 times two years in UFA. We've been waiting for this cap flexibility, and now it's significantly reduced. What what avenues are there to open up more space? We need a goaltender, a left wing, Larson, a third line center. Not much money for all of that. Well, I said last week about 239 times over the span of five days that Edmonton Oilers would be spending for a 2LD and a 2LW. They've spent now on the 2LD. I fully expect them to sign a 2LW as well and spend some money there. This texter comes in saying, at any point in the last three years, if you told us we could flip Caleb Jones for Duncan Keith, we would have been through the roof. For those upset about the cap, we presently have about $11 million in space, plus three more if we buy out Neil. Uh, actually, I think it's 3.8 more. $14 million is more than enough to land two wingers. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Bob, don't you think for a minute that Duncan Keith isn't thrilled to be coming here to Edmonton? He's going to be coming in here feeling like he's got a new lease on life, and that's my belief, and that he'll be one of the fan favorites by game uh, 20. That comes to us from Kelly in a train. I'm going to love to see it. Ontario Oilers guy says, hey, Bob, to all the people who are worried the Oilers lost this trade, there are plenty of defensemen in the pipeline for Ken Holland to replace Caleb Jones. Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, Bouchard, Broberg, or Sam Marukov were not going in the deal. The Hawks asked for Ryan McLeod. He, along with Holloway and Lavoie, were not going in this deal. And again, the deal as it is reported right now is Duncan Keith to Edmonton. For Caleb Jones and a third-round pick, it would not surprise me if there's a condition on a third-round pick. Keith in Bonneville. Two years ago, I hated Keith. He seemed to know where the puck was going in the playoff series before the Oilers did. He moved the puck well, and his battle level was top-notch. He led the Hawks past the Oilers. Very happy to have him now. Please tell all the haters I love him. That comes to us from Keith in Bonneville. Craig in Drayton Valley. At 128 at Edmonton says, I don't mind picking up Duncan Keith, but we need a goalie. Bad. Uh, who do you think we can get? Well, let's get through today with the defense, Duncan Keith, and we'll recalibrate on the goaltender. Brian in the YY. I would say this. There might be one more goaltender available this week than was available about eight or nine days ago. Brian in the YYC. Uh... Brian in the YYC says, as much as I like the Oilers, they don't ask me for my input nor send me Christmas cards. The general manager will do what he deems is the best move for his team. Um... Fletch from Calgary says, regarding the Duncan Keith trade, we don't need a left D-man who's 37 years old with a cap hit of uh, $3.5 million, let alone $5.5 million. He is too slow, says Fletch in Calgary. Holland, your marching orders are to get an NHL starting goaltender, a right shot D-man, and a top six left winger. Well, some would say, assuming they get Larson done, and ne- you never know how things are going to work out, but some would say they've got their three right shot defensemen. Ethan Bear, Adam Larson, Evan Bouchard. The goaltender, Bear. Uh, Phil, well, thank you for the correction, says. He's 38 shortly, not 37. Okay, 
Here we go. Bob, the other sports professional said no chance Holland would do the deal he just did. Uh, we'll get to that one at 1.30 here. Uh, we'll go off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and come back with more texts and Reed Wilkins when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.